0: What is going on welcome to the show pete calendar here 704-570-1110 and 1-800-wbt-1110 and the email pete at the pete you can also hit me up on twitter and get her at pete Calliner. and uh thanks so much for joining me i appreciate it thanks for letting me be a part of your day uh i am here for sob gate i'm totally here for it if you've been chomping at the bit about S O B Gate, then uh, we are all about. Well, at least for a couple minutes, <laughs> for a little while. S O B Gate. This is, or as the Long Islanders like to call it, the uh, Seaford Oyster Bay Gate. That's what. See, it was the weirdest thing. The road on Long Island's called the Seaford Oyster Bay Expressway, and everybody calls it the S O B because they call they call everything like by abbreviation the lie is long island expressway although southern state is the southern state they didn't call it the ss but anyway um yeah the sob that's what i grew up uh knowing sob uh stood for seaford oyster bay expressway and that's totally what i mean when i say it right now just if there are any fcc uh, people listening so what happened yesterday joe biden gets called on after he's doing some, you know, media availability. Like, they, you know, they bring the press corps in and they walk them past a table and you got the president sitting there and they get their pictures and then the media throw out a bunch of questions while the press handlers uh, of the administration try to, you know, uh, herd the... The media people out of the room and it's sometimes it's kind of comical because you see them as you did yesterday with Peter Ducey from Fox News and he's kind of like he's a tall guy and he's standing on his like tiptoes almost and he's like trying to call over the heads of the of the handlers who are and then they're not pushing him out but I mean, there is a there is a an effort to move the press out, right? Even if they don't lay hands on them, they just start walking towards the the press and they just push them out, kind of. They funnel them out, and so Ducey is yelling over their heads, you know, all, all, all over the shoulder kind of thing, and and he throws out this question about inflation, and uh, because whatever the event was, and look, I don't care what the event was, they were. Uh, well, let me see here. I can tell you it is. Yeah, here it is from the AP story. They were in the East Room of the White House uh, for a meeting of Biden's Competition Council. The Competition Council, which is <laughs> just perfect, right? That is exactly the Competition Council. I mean, can you think of a can you think of a more Orwellian name? Right. A, a better name for a command control administration top down. You know, we can control all of these economic uh, indicators and inputs and we can manage all of the uh, uh, all of the sectors of the economy far better than all of the 350 million people making decisions every single second of every single day. No, no, no. let let our competition council make these decisions. Anyway, the competition council is focused on changing regulations and enforcing laws to help consumers deal with high prices. <laughs> oh my goodness! You know how you can help us deal with high prices? To, uh, to quote Rick Santelli, stop spending, stop spending. The advice, the admonition, it hasn't changed in 12 years now. It is the same. The very thing that launched the Tea Party movement in 2010 is the same thing that we are chanting now. Stop the spending. The inflation is the reason, or is the uh, the symptom of the spending. Now, Ducey is in the uh, room, and so he's uh, as he's being shepherded out, he makes this connection between the inflation and the spending. And so they apparently told the press that they were not going to be taking any questions about changing regulations or enforcing laws to help consumers or whatever else they told the press that they were not going to be taking questions on. So Ducey then says, well, will he take a question on inflation? Do you think inflation is a a political liability ahead of the midterms? That's the question That Ducey yelled out. Will he take a question on inflation? Do you think inflation is a political liability ahead of the midterms? And here is how it sounded.
1: That's a great asset. More inflation. What a stupid
2: sound.
0: There you go. SOB gate is born. Do you think inflation's a political liability ahead of the midterms? And Biden obviously thinking that his mic is off when it was not, although it was quickly turned off as soon as he said the SOB, Seaford Oyster Bay Expressway, of course. um, He said, oh, no, it's a great asset. Yeah, more inflation. What a stupid Seaford Oyster Bay. Like, that's what happened. that's how that is... That's what happened. I'm not spinning it in any way. It is very obvious that Biden thought he was not being captured on microphone. And by the way, this is who Joe Biden is. I don't know who needs to hear that. Apparently there's some people, I think like 30% of the people in the polls, it seems like, still don't understand this. This is who Joe Biden is. It's who he's always been. This is not new behavior from this guy. This is why it kills me when I'm seeing people, I mean, don't get me wrong, they're not bringing in the fainting couches right now for the media, which would totally be the case if this was Trump, right? If Trump called, well, actually he has. So like when Trump would call the media names, it would be,
2: oh my gosh, I can't believe
0: he said a democracy is dying. We're like firefighters. They're storming the beaches of Normandy. Like that's how important we are. How dare he attack us? But when they, when Biden calls Peter Doocy an SOB, what has been the reaction? Generally speaking, it has been, well, you know, it is Peter Doocy. We kind of agree with him. Which, just not for nothing, heads up, lefties. Uh, that's kind of how, like, half of the country looks at Jim Acosta. And, uh, well, basically, everybody at CNN and everybody at NBC and CBS and ABC and MSNBC and the Washington Post and the New York Times and Axios and the L.A. Times. I mean, I can go on. But, like, that's how half of the country looks at most of these other people. So just imagine, just imagine, like, every other media outlet being staffed with Peter Ducey's, Okay. That's that's how we look at most other media outlets. So when you guys were behaving like that, we were like, well, you know, it is fill in the blank. Sob gate. Look, we got to talk about it because it's going to be out of the news cycle. It's almost out of the news cycle right now. It's almost completely gone. Doocy wants he's like, this is ridiculous. Let's move on. So it's going to it's going to pass very quickly. So if you got thoughts on it, you got to register them right now because I think it's going to be over definitely within 12 hours all right 704-570-1110 and 1-800-WBT-1110 let's bounce over to Joe who has been waiting patiently hello Joe welcome to the show
3: well good afternoon you have a great show well thank you I appreciate it great WBT-1110 the old Rush affiliate believe it or not I was on a Rush affiliate produced direct host and own radio shows in Florida Back in the '90s, with Ollie North and Paul Harvey. Hmm. Now, the reason I called is you're talking about Pete. There, would he got a call, apologize, so-called apology, useless. Yeah, useless. What he should have demanded was a letter from the <clears throat> being nice doofus on president stationary you imagine what that would be worth <laughs> an apology for calling his mother a bitch think about that or steves wife a bitch yes I well about that one
0: what if, i have not but i appreciate you using the word for me joe yeah thanks for that uh, appreciate it i was trying not to use the word <laughs> i don't need i don't need to be as offensive as the president that's just generally my standard like however offensive the president is i try not to be as offensive i do appreciate the 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 call joe but yes it's a fair point you know the term itself right like you're calling somebody's mother something and i understand you're also calling the person that thing too but that's why the term isn't uh one of endearment you know um this is who joe biden is this is how he speaks and uh got an email uh here you know angry inappropriate outburst sorry symptom of senile dementia but Joe has been such a nasty person all his life, as well as pretty stupid, that you can't tell if it's because of that or not. That, that's, this is the challenge that we are having. <laughs> is Look, it, he Joe Biden has been saying bad things to reporters and getting all aggressive towards them and yelling at them, finger in the face and all this stuff, literally for decades. There's a clip that is now making the rounds. I believe the Republicans put it together, uh, but anybody could have. And it's a compilation of Joe Biden's greatest hits against the media where he's yelling at the media. And it goes back. to I mean, you're going to hear one clip in here. I'll never forget seeing it um, before today. It was years ago I saw it where he tells somebody, he tells a reporter that he, he says, I'm smarter than you. I probably have a higher IQ than you do. It, it, this is all right. Well, look fat. Remember that? This is who Joe Biden is. This is who he's always been here. Take a listen. This is Biden. Ask the right oh, question. This is this is Biden being bad. It's a it's a different BBB. It's Biden being bad.
2: Ask the right questions. Come on, man. That's like saying you before you got in this program, you take a test where you're taking cocaine or not. What do you think? Huh? Are you a joke? Go back and read what I said. Why? 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 You're getting nervous, man. That is an interesting reading in English. You, you. I assume you got in the in the journals because you like to write.
0: By the way, that that clip right there was from last week.
2: Talk about happy things, man. What hell what do you do over
1: So when did I say I was confident? I said, said in the next
2: six ability. Well be able to I said, look, let's get it straight. I, I think I probably related. have a much higher IQ than you do, there I you suspect. Go. Well that's not true. You're saying things you do not know what you're talking about. No one said that. Who said that? What who who said, said that? that? I know you'd asked it. I have no response. It's another spirit campaign. Right into the alley, right into the alley.
0: Remember this one? He's yelling through the mask on the tarmac. He's like, "Oh, it's a smear! That's a smear job!" And I uh, smear question. I uh, perfect uh, in line with whatever you know I expect of you. Remember, he made some comment about. Uh, I believe that was also directed at Peter Ducey as well, but it might have actually no. Now that I think about it, it may have been CBS. You get them confused. There's so many uh examples here and it continues
2: I a quick question on Israel before you drive no you itself. can't
1: <laughs> I'm not unless you get in front of the car as i step on
0: it. remember that was when he threatened to run down a reporter at uh, the event where he was driving the car and then there was all these questions about whether he was actually driving the vehicle or not remember yeah he threatened to run down a reporter she's
1: gonna ask a number of noxious questions don't screw around with me Let's get it.
2: Straight.
1: You can use a rank reference? No, let me listen to me. I'm listening.
2: So don't Start poke out in my face, okay, buddy? What a
1: stupid
0: son. Of a- <laughs> it's just and I know some of those were really impossible to hear. I understand that, but the clip is I'm not going to go through and edit all the ones that I you know that you couldn't really make out, but they were all individual clips. There's probably there's more than a dozen of them in there. There's got to be. So All of that is just to say that this has been Joe Biden for a very long time, and I do not understand the people who, like, thought that he was this empathetic, grandfatherly, old, nice guy. No, he was a mean, nasty politician before Donald Trump. He was. He just wasn't as successful in the private sector. And so he didn't really have anything real to... Uh, you know, to, to point to as like why people should listen to him, and you know, in other words, there was no, there was no earning of the the brashness. He wasn't a New York real estate developer, right? He was just like a forty year old, forty year politician, and nobody really respects a lot of them. So he, so he didn't really have that going for him. But he has been this kind of guy from the very beginning. S O B gate. Joe Biden called Peter Ducey. When he thought the mic was off, a stupid S O B. And I am abbreviating, and I should have said this earlier. Let's please just abbreviate. Let's not use the B word. No reason to be unnecessarily and purposefully offensive, like the president. His comments were captured on video and by the microphone in front of him. Ducey laughed it off in a subsequent appearance on Fox News, saying, "Quote: Nobody has fact checked him yet, so uh, and said it's not true." <laughs> And uh, Ducey told Sean Hannity that Biden called him later to clear the air. And uh, I think Hannity asked him directly, did he apologize? Um, he said Ducey said that Biden told him, quote, it's nothing personal, pal. Eh, just It's nothing personal, pal. That's probably how he said it. There's definitely an old man yells at clouds vibe going on. All right, let's uh, jump over here to Jeff. Welcome to the show, Jeff. How are you? Good, Pete. How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. What's up? Good.
1: I love your show. Uh, I think you've done a great job filling in on the... well, taking over the noon to three from the other guy, God rest
0: <laughs> Yeah, God rest his soul. Thanks so much. I I,
1: uh, I am very happy that you've uh, called attention to uh, our esteemed commander in chief, Temper. Um, if Do you remember um, the old Seinfeld show when they did the episodes from Del Boca Vista? And uh, Lloyd Bridges played a character named Izzy Mandelbaum. (laughs) And for quite some time, every time I saw those old Seinfeld episodes, I started thinking, my God, Joe Biden is Izzy Mandelbaum.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So that's, I think we should now start calling him President Izzy in in, hey. in honor of this connection it is a great reference yes. izzy mandelbaum um from the <laughs> seinfeld uh, it really is like uh life imitating art because i mean i don't know if joe biden would have fit this mold back then this was i mean gosh how how long ago was that episode it would have been a decade ago mid 90s early yeah. 90s oh yeah i guess so yeah so mid 90s late 90s whatever yeah so this is so it now it makes you wonder like does Biden try to model himself off of the character? Like, did he see that character and think to himself, that's the kind of guy I want to be? And he just went about not pursuing...
1: invitation if he is. <laughs>
0: <That's right. laughs> what a great connection. I have one connection.
1: more for you real quick. If you could please, um, from now on, uh, refer to the esteemed senator from Massachusetts uh, instead of Senator Warren as America's mother-in-law, <laughs> I would really appreciate it. <laughs>
0: Well, look, as long as it doesn't conflict with uh, any of my branding that I'm working on uh, applying to people, I'm totally fine adopting other people's uh, branding as well. I did like, well, see, this is one of my biggest beefs, too, with uh, President Trump, which was he called her Pocahontas. And that's not the joke. The joke was Focahontas. That was the name. I think Limbaugh used, I forget who it was that came up with it, but that was the name because she lied so much about so many things and she was the fake Native American. That's why Focahontas was the that was the branding and but you, when i will say like say what you want about donald trump but when he i had a, a a marketing sales guy tell me this when he labels you when he when he does something like that to you like uh low energy jeb little marco like when he says it it sticks i don't know why it, it does. is but it just does <laughs> has, the
1: guy had a great sense of humor i mean at every one every one of his rallies it was almost like he was doing material right well,
0: Okay, so I was not on air here at the time, but I will tell you that was what I said uh, that Donald Trump seemed more like a radio talk show host than a politician. I think, like, his, like, most of his shtick when he would get on the stage, like, that's what he sounded like. And I think. Like uh, I think it kind of rubbed some radio people the wrong way because it was kind of like, well, wait a minute, that's my material. You know, he's doing my gig. (laughs) But uh, yeah,
1: first reality show president, we finally got what we've been begging for—somebody in the Oval Office that was entertaining.
0: Yeah, right. And then they ran him out and impeached him, which I guess is the way it has to go as a reality show every day? Yes, exactly. Well, I will say, no. Look, all honesty, it is nice not having to deal with it. It really is it, from a show prep standpoint, because it became very difficult during the presidency to not cover what he's tweeting about. You could, you would do show prep and then open the mic up, and he sends out a tweet, and everything is blown up. And it was well,
1: uh, like CNN is terrible these days. They actually exactly. have to work. That's the right.
0: show prep isn't provided for them anymore. <laughs> All right, well, what does that tell you when they have to work and then they're terrible? What does that tell us? Because so they have no talent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Joe, appreciate it. Or Jeff, rather, appreciate the call, sir. Thanks so much. All right. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, President Izzy. That's it. President Izzy. I'm writing it down. Izzy Mendelbaum. And I actually just went and uh, pulled the... Uh... Izzy
2: Mendelbaum. He's 80 years old, but strong as an ox. Watch this.
0: He's lifting a dumbbell. See that? You couldn't do that.
2: I could, and I choose not to. Hey, Morty. Who's this?
3: This is my son, Jerry, from New York. He thinks he can lift more than Izzy.
2: I, I didn't say that. Hey, Izzy, this kid says he can lift more than you can. <laughs> well, you're pretty funny, Morty. He should be a comedian. Actually, I am a comedian. That's not so
0: funny. <laughs> All right, that's Seinfeld. That's By the way, that was uh, Lloyd Bridges. One of the final acting uh, gigs that he did was on Seinfeld, which is entirely appropriate. News Talk 1110 and 99.3 WBT. So I will say Peter Ducey has handled this better than like all of the other media people during Trump. Better than Trump, better than Biden. Like Doocy is like the only one so far in any of these, you know, examples and instances that I think is handling it as an adult in the way it should be handled, which is, yeah. I mean, seriously, if you are a White House press reporter, like, it should be a badge of honor that the president called you a name. And this is not, by the way, the first president to say something bad about a reporter. I mean, I remember when, was it uh, George W. Bush said it to Dick Cheney or vice versa about a, I think it was a New York Times guy in the audience. They pointed to him. They are like, oh, yeah, there's, you know, that guy. Oh, yeah, he's a real jerk or something or whatever. Like, they made a comment about him. This has occurred probably every single president, actually, right? Come on. Do I need an apology from Biden? No. I simply point out that the expectation that you all on the left sold to Americans that Joe Biden was a thing that he was not is exposed as faulty, as I knew it was, and I was telling people, but, you know, what do I know? I'm just a little old radio host. Let me jump over here to Ryan. Hello, Ryan. Welcome to the program. How are you?
2: Hey, Pete. Thanks for taking my call. Yes, sir. So what is so frustrating to hear when you put everything together, and, you know, Americans have a notoriously short attention span, we know this, they've, they've, and they, they definitely know it in Washington, um, it would be one thing if they ignored... Everything that's on the laptop, if they ignored Burisma, right, and, and the consequences of that, if they ignored the money that came from the mayor of Moscow, all of these things, they're completely ignoring, and they're calling it Russian disinformation. Where if, if Trump had done a, a, a fraction of this, they would be completely apoplectic. Mm-hmm. But I, I want to remind you and the audience something else that, that came out relatively recently with regards to the Biden's long track record of of naked corruption right now right now a hunter biden painting goes for more than a signed picasso and the fact that the media doesn't talk and not only doesn't talk about it actively suppresses it
0: well, isn't that because Picasso would sign, like, Bev Naps at the bar in order to pay his tab? Like, I mean, he kind of went a little crazy with the signatures, so I don't really know if the...
2: <laughs> well, the, the point is, I mean, and yeah, that's funny. I, I get it. Yuck, yuck. Um, but the, uh, the Fifth Estate, the whole reason that the media is there is to protect. They're the last line of defense. This is why the Pentagon Papers were so important. Because there, there it was. You've got naked corruption that literally affects the lives. Because we were drafting people into Vietnam, right. if those Pentagon Papers hadn't gone out. The treadmill of death and destruction on behalf of the. Military industrial complex would
0: have kept... So, Ryan, so the question is then, so who do you go to to get... Because when people say media, and this is one of the pushbacks that guys uh, I've seen in the media, uh, they make, and there is validity to it, which is why it's a pretty potent pushback, which is media is big. Right When you say media, who are you talking about, legacy, legacy. media? Generally, corporate legacy outlets, right? Uh, the ones I named earlier, the CBS's, ABC's, and those sort of things, right? So I assume if you're reading any of those publications, you're looking at them with a side eye, and you're not believing really much of anything that they're, they're doing. So I ask, where are you getting your news from? Where would you direct others to get their news from?
2: Great question. Thank you so much for asking. I, I, I aggregate everything, and, yeah. and I, don't, I don't turn my nose up. At whatever it is, because I want to know what everyone's saying. I want to know what the legacy media saying. I want to know what the yeah. alternative.
0: But saying. you can't read. But you can't read everything. So, like, where do you like? What are the What are your go tos?
2: Um, a lot of my stuff I get online, like Jimmy Dore, and I mentioned this the other day. He made fun of me. He was like Johnny Bench. Yeah, it was get the news and Johnny Bench. But I, I watched Jimmy Dore. I watched the liberal hive mind. Um, the
0: what? I, oh, the, the liberal, liberal hive, hive mind. mind. Is that what you said?
2: liberal hive mind. Yeah, it's it's really good. And it's it's who what when where why, you know? I mean, this is the stuff that journalism should be. He'll, he'll he'll take something, he'll explore it and and look, a lot of the non-legacy YouTube guys, there's there's this thing, it's called the shadow ban. Like they will YouTube is actively suppressing uh, alternative content creators who really mm-hmm. I mean, and check this out. It, it's almost like and Jimmy Dore actually said this. You don't have to go to journalism school. It's just like going to comedy school. There's there's no such thing. What you do is you go out there and you become, and you be a journalist. But what's happening right now? Yeah, is I
0: don't agree with the that.
2: Legacy media, but the but big tech is is destroying uh, these folks. What's a, what's another good? Not just Jimmy Dore, but the Hide Mind, but um, Mark Dice is pretty good. Uh huh. Um, Austin Fletcher. Um, he's pretty much come off of, uh, YouTube for the most part, but Austin Fletcher, they call him fleckus fantastic. Um, and, and Austin Fletcher, especially when he goes out there to interview people, he looks like a leftist. I mean, he's a big guy. He used to play football for Villanova and, you know, he's a big guy with a beard. He puts a spoon on his, uh, on his, uh, microphone. So he's like disarming. So people will actually, you know, speak freely. And, and he's got right up into Antifa, and and you know got information that at a time this guy was digging up stuff in Antifa when Jerry Nadler was saying, oh, oh, mm-hmm. oh, uh, Antifa is an urban legend. Right.
0: So all right. So I think though, and the reason why, and I'm I'm curious because I'm always curious where people get news from, and I'm always looking for you know other people, and I've I've heard of and seen some of those uh, uh, content creators, but. I would uh, I would submit and I agree that, by the way, that like YouTube and big tech are actively suppressing content creators, which is why I've been looking at other platforms as well, uh, because I, I know at some point they're going to they'll come for me. I will say something. I mean, I'm seeing now they're they're going after moms for liberty. Um, On Facebook because the NEA reported them, and so now they're getting posts flagged and and taken down by Facebook. So, I mean, yes, the algorithms or the people or both, uh, they are doing these types of suppressive acts. But I would also point out that there is no better time for people who want to engage in journalism to be doing so right now. So the the ability of these guys that you just mentioned to have their own platforms, essentially, they would never have been able to do that twenty years ago. No, that's ever. And so, like I mean, that you you have to play, and that's and that is part of what we are seeing with a lot of these outlets. I mentioned some of this yesterday when I was going over uh, the WRAL-TV reporter Travis Fain. And his lamentations over the guy who took the picture of uh, the Swiss Alps and said it was Gastonia, and you know how does he get five million views? And here I am, you know, trying to do news reporting, and nobody reads my stuff. Like there is a very real uh, friction going on, right? You have the you have the the way things were done, and the creative destruction occurring, and and new platforms and new uh, new methods of distribution being uh available so uh yeah i mean look i i was able to do it for almost two years on my own and uh, that never would have happened in for a radio guy um 20 years ago that's just yeah. the the technology so i say all of that just to kind of uh you know put it out there that the media is very very big it is true the media is very big so um i was just curious where you kind of got your uh got your news from and uh, I don't know. I'm, I don't know. i mean, I, some of the sources. It seems you seem kind of, I don't know, the ones you highlighted do seem kind of one directional, <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, I, I just, so I just, and you say, and I don't want to hold you to that because these are the ones you just mentioned. I get it. But like there were, there are other outlets that are out there that you could look into. And Ryan, I appreciate the call. You did say you go to everywhere. So I, I assume that to be true. Um, but this is what I always tell people. All of that is to say, Get your news from multiple places. You got to get your news from multiple places. why I try to bring this stuff to you. It's why, you know, I want to hear other stories that people bring, but like they can't be crackpot stories. That's, you know, well, I mean, sometimes they can be. If they're funny, they can be crackpot stories. And sometimes the truth is crackpot. All right. News is next.